Ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. Today's riff is on the mindfulness tip. It's a matter of the consequences. When we're little, there are endless lessons on the consequences. Don't touch that fire, it's hot and you'll get burned. But some of us did it anyway and what happened? sobs, etc. Don't climb up there. You'll fall. But some of us did it anyway. Bam! Howls, screams, bellows, sobs, etc. Don't put that in your mouth. You'll swallow it. Yeah, some of us did it anyway. Perhaps swallowing it and having to go to the hospital. Childhood was ripe with lessons on the consequences when doing XYZ can give us A, B, C, and beyond. So many of us learned the hard way, but we learned. But did we? Are we learning now? Are we considering the consequences before doing something? My folks were strict. I mean, 17th century strict. And if caught, my punishment was a 16th century sentence off with her head and all that jazz. Well, I still got my head, but my upbringing was definitely on the abusive eccentric side, especially as I hit double digits on. Daddy ain't play. So man, the goal was not to get caught as I knew the consequences would be dire. I was a good kid, but a bit of a tomboy. Okay, a full-fledged tomboy. And one day I went to school sporting a large wooden bracelet that my dad had made. He was teaching himself the art of wood carving and had begun making bracelets. I was in the seventh grade at the time and am traveling between classes in the stairwell heading down while this boy heading up the stairs decided to bother me. Because that's what boys do, young or old. And he grabbed my arm. I don't remember what he said, but he yanked my left arm hard. And I did what any spirited tomboy would do. I punched him. I punched him hard. And in doing so, my barely 24-hour-old hand-carved bracelet by my strict-ass daddy exploded into pieces. Immediately understanding the impending doom of my action, I quickly scooped up the parts, making that boy help. He too recognized that that was a bad thing he had done and put into motion. But I was the one that hit him. A different choice would have produced a different result. And yes, I reacted in the moment. The key word here being reacted. Yes, okay, yeah, well, you know, I was about 12 maybe, but still really way old enough to understand the consequences. But I went to work mentally, 
creating a scenario of the why of what had happened. It was flawless and so brilliant. I fell. I fell down the stairs. Yep, that's it. I fell down the stairs. That was the answer. That's what I would tell him. But needless to say, I was sweating the rest of the day because I knew the consequences would be extreme when I got home if he didn't believe me. I walk into the house. I show him the bracelet as soon as I walk in. Strike immediately. Don't wait until he finds out. Offer up the evidence. Look what happened. Dad silently takes the pieces, examining them. I tell my tale of woe. I fell down the steps and the bracelet broke. You did? Are you hurt? No. Okay. Or something like that. And I'm, I'm dismissed. I walk away stunned. And I think, that was too easy. But off I went to settle uneasily into a night of homework. Periodically, I would be called into the room he used as his woodworking shop for questioning. Let me see your wrist. Is it bruised? No. How did you fall? I tripped. And that wasn't out of the norm. I mean, I was really clumsy. I was always bumping into things or tripping. And the tour de force, of course, was falling. I was always falling. That's why I thought it was a good story. Did you fall forward or sideways? Think fast, girl. Forward. Okay. He said or something along those lines, all the while whittling away on what he was creating at the time, steadily working the wood as I stood for my interrogation, awaiting my execution. The sound of the file on wood, very vivid in my mind. I was once again dismissed. And this drama played out repeatedly for the rest of the evening, periods of wondering if I got over, followed by moments of puzzlement. Why was he asking all these questions? Definitely off balance because his behavior wasn't what I was expecting at all. Bedtime. I walk in the room to say my goodnights. I think I'm gonna make it. He stands up with the broken pieces of bracelet in his hands, looking at me pointedly. I know that look, and I think, time to die. From glowering eyes, he says, you didn't fall. Me, wide-eyed innocence with a twinge of guilt. No, you didn't fall because if you did, you would have had bruises here, here, and here. And you would be hurting there, there, and there. If you had fallen the way you say, that would have sent you downward on an angle, causing you to hit the steps on X angle, and the bracelet would have been broken here, here, and here in X number of pieces. Oh my God! 
The torture of that day was worse than him yelling. His quiet laser-like deduction was like the knife cut I would get three years later. Oh, no, no, no. Not by him, but by another stupid boy. That's another tale for another time. I came clean. I told him what happened. The whole ridiculous thing. I was so ashamed. I was so ashamed. And, and that was worse than any punishment. I mean, to this day, I see myself standing here for the final verdict. And I was dismissed. But the torture continued for a few days afterwards because I wasn't sure if he was done. I could tell, however, that he was very, very, very disappointed. Oh boy, yeah, those coming of age lessons. Oof. They come fast and hard as a child. Some of us still have the scars to prove it. But what the heck happens in adulthood? We become so self-absorbed by our racing random thoughts and all the never-ending stuff that we gotta do that we tend to forget consciously weighing the consequences. Oh sure, we're not totally unconscious to possible outcomes, but on a day-to-day, -day, what am I doing thinking how are my actions influencing the whole tip? Many times that gets glossed over, our vision a bit nearsighted, unless it's something like relocating, or buying a car or a house, and other big ticket items. In those cases, we may do in-depth research or hire an advisor, or both. But starting in our tweens, through adulthood as a whole, it seems like actions and consequences don't reside in the same basket. There are so many things we tend to put in between those two, like profit, greed, moving up in the world, and power. The hell with what might come afterwards, just let me get mine. I don't care if people are dying sick or destitute. I want as much power and glory as possible. I don't care if I'm burning down the entire Amazon. I want the profits from Palm or whatever the heck they're planning. I don't care if I'm wrecking the environment. That's a hoax anyway. I don't care about this virus. I want the economy open and kids back in school. Totally devoid of considering the consequences. It's all about, I want what I want, that I want. Consequences be damned. Or, I don't wanna do what I don't wanna do, and I ain't doing it. So what if people are dying? I don't believe it anyway. Those numbers are made up. And then you or a loved one becomes ill, maybe even dies. Or you cause untold deaths because you don't wanna consider the consequences of being uncooperative. Your opinion is more important than the whole, so it doesn't matter what happens as long as you are doing what you want. Not considering the consequences is short-sighted, narrow-minded, and selfish. Mindfulness is considering how your actions could harm or positively benefit yourself and others. What are the consequences of this action I take or omit? Will it benefit me? and ultimately others? Or will it harm me, harm others? Awareness is seeing the possible consequences and acting accordingly. 
Now, this doesn't mean you're going to see everything. There are too many variables. But your consciousness, intent, and awareness put so much into action. Ever since I saw the film The Matrix, I can't think of the consequences without hearing the Merovingian's voice. Causality. Action. Reaction. Cause. And effect. Thus reminding us for every, and I mean every, action, there is a reaction or effect. In other words, the consequences of said action or actions. And you know, the thing about this is, I think that a lot of people do have good intentions, but they'll do something and they won't necessarily see the possible consequences as a result of their actions. And they may not even be anywhere around when those consequences materialize. It may be affecting other people in large and grand, painful ways. But because they live on the other side of town or they live in another state or they live in another part of the world, they are totally out of touch with what their actions have done. And you know, so often as we move into our teenage years and even more so as an adult, we claim it's not our fault. You know, oh man, that's like the, 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 the word you say, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. You know, you, how many kids do you hear say that? They claim it's not, we claim it's not our fault and we blame others for stuff. Um, not really cognizant that our every thought, our every action creates a ripple effect that we put into the life flow stream an energy, a vibration, a frequency, a momentum. Remember that everything is energy. Becoming mindful and aware of our thoughts and actions to know and to understand the why of why we do something, say something, think something, is us claiming and being responsible for our actions. Yeah, I know. That can seem like an awful lot of work. And it is, until it becomes part of your fabric. You don't always have to understand the why of something in terms of being able to explain it to another. Intuition springs from our inner selves, connected to a higher source, and thinking mind does not speak that language, so I cannot, it can't translate. The inner knowing of the why, you knowing you are being moved by intuition, is knowing the why in a way. And if others don't understand, nah, don't make that your problem. They are the ones that don't get it. And that's okay. The ones that understand being moved by tuition and acting on that will get you. Other folks haven't quite caught up. Don't worry about it. The important thing is that you understand what your intuition is telling you. And how do you do that? By getting quiet and listening. So in considering about the consequences in regard to a decision or action, first of all, you must be aware of that and that you, you know, be aware of that and whatever it is that you're deciding and know that it has consequences. Seeing possible consequences takes being present. Being blind to the consequences happens all the time in relationships. Perhaps staying in one 
way too long, or it takes a toll on you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I remember from my late 20s into my mid-30s, I was involved in one direct, oh, I can't even say that. I was involved in one disastrous relationship, one after the other, because I did not look at the consequences of my actions, my choices. My gut was telling me one thing, but I allowed the excuses I would tell myself or he would tell me, I'd allow that to gain sway. On no less than three occasions, am I lucky I escaped with my life. In all three, different decisions would have reaped different reactions and consequences. Relationships being one of the hardest things to see that our choices are entwined with the consequences of being with folks that are not a match or once a match but no longer. We enter into relationships with folks that do not show us who they are until after the honeymoon period is over. And we do the same, you know, we're all googly googly and, and wonderful and everything. And then when that honeymoon period is over, honey, all bets are off. But we so often decide and tell ourselves that we're not seeing or feeling what, what we are. We're not seeing or feeling what we are. We make excuses for why we won't let go. If you have the slightest inkling someone isn't right for you ditch them because the consequences will not be to your liking and this is not to scare you this is just to say it is what it is if your gut is telling you that this person is not for your highest good send them love and step the other way sometimes we can sidestep falling into the vat of suffering. The consequences of your decision to choose self-love first will always reward you in riches and enrichment. As I said, I went through one disastrous relationship after the other. Sometimes I was connected to two people at the same time and they both were disastrous. It wasn't until I began to see my part in this and that I was the common denominator. More in a future episode on that. And you know, in reality, are you going to see every possibility in considering what consequences lie at the end of a decision and or action? No, as I said earlier, there are too many variables and you know what? If we could see everything, there would be no lessons. There would be no life surprises, no growth. And when I mean life surprises, I don't mean in terms of, oh, that happened and that wasn't what I planned to have. But if you look back on some of the really rough times, you can see the riches in there, depending on how you look at it. Cause I know some folks are still mad at what, at what has happened in the past. But if you are really looking to live your best life and to, to be able to let go of things, you, your, your view on some things that have happened in the past changes. So when I say no life surprises, I mean, in terms of the riches that can be gained from seeing some things that were really jacked up and seeing that, wow, wow, okay, I'm looking at it a different way, 
Whoa. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a surprise. And I'll slight um, example. I talked about the disastrous relationships I was having in a row. Um, one of them was, um, <laughs> well, well, I, I won't go in the whole thing, but anyway, it was an ex and it was, it was, um, we had a rough way to go past at the beginning of exdom. But one day I, I was thinking back and I realized that this person that I spent a lot of years hating, I actually was able to realize that I used to love him. And my heart would leap when I would hear his voice. That's what I mean about life surprises. That was a life surprise to me, man, because I had been mad for so long. And then it was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I used to love him. Oh, wow, wow, wow. You know, so for me, that was a surprise. So anyway, I'm kind of going off on a tangent. But as I was saying, if we could, there would be no lessons. If we could see everything coming down the pike, there would be no lessons, no life surprises, and no growth. But the aggravation and suffering we cause ourselves and others would be lessened exponentially if we took time in presence to consider our actions prior to taking them. What are the possible consequences, we should ask? Could they be beneficial or harmful? Will they serve my highest good? Will they advance my cause or hinder me? Is it useful or not useful? Will it cause me more unwanted problems or be a solution? Will it bring me joy or agony and headaches? These are the things that sometimes we, we don't necessarily weigh. And again, to quote the Merovingian of the Matrix, yes, of course, who has time? Who has time? But then if we do not ever take time, how can we ever have time? Taking moments in presence to ask yourself these questions prior to decision-making, action-taking will save you a lot of trouble and time in the short and or long run. Being mindful is always key. Thank you so much for listening. Please consider becoming a patron by subscribing to I Am a Friend of the Roll with Peace in Mind podcast, which you will find on my website, JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com. That's J-A-C-Q-U-I-E-B-I-R-D SpiritualWellness.com. That link is in the show notes. Your support will go a very long way and is greatly appreciated. And while you're there, check out more stress and anxiety relief and mindfulness guides, including eBooks, meditation music, weekly stress busters guided meditation virtual classes, and at your own convenience, guided meditation videos and guided meditation tracks to assist you in your stress relief mindfulness practice. And in the meantime, Remember to roll with peace in mind.